True wisdom, new home ministries. Thank you for tuning in to today's broadcast from True Wisdom New Hope Ministries with Dr. Apostle James Lorenzo Rutledge. We are taking this word from the city to the state to the nation and to the world. We invite you to come and go with us. First Kings chapter 17 verse 5. So he went and did according to the word of the Lord. For he went and dwelt by the brook Cherith. Uh huh. That is before Jordan. Yes. And the ravens brought him bread and flesh in the morning. Uh huh. And the bread and flesh in the evening. Come on. And he drank of the brook. Now, there's some key things you have to remember before, before she go to the next one. God sent him there. God sent him there. And while he was there, God caused what? The raven to what? Feed him. Come on. See, everybody say, well, that ain't what we're going to talk about. Because that's not the key to the text of the scripture. Come on. And it came to pass uh, after a while. Uh-huh. That the brook dried up. Uh-huh. Because there had been no rain in the land. Uh-huh. And the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Arise, get thee to Zarephath. Uh-huh. Which belongeth to Zidane. Yes. And dwelleth there. Mm-hmm. Behold... I have commanded a widow woman there to sustain her. Mm -hmm. So he arose and went to Zarephath. And when he came to the gate of the city, behold, the widow woman was there gathering those sticks. Wait, 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 wait. Slow. Just slow. Give me a minute. Slow down one second. It's this peculiar. He sends him to a place where he tells him that he's going to eat and drink. Correct? Come on. Say Amen. amen. Then it dries up. The place where God sent him dries up. Uh-oh. See, now y'all want to walk. The place where God told him to go is no longer the place for him. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. The place where God sent him at that point in his life is now not the place for him. Uh-oh. Lord have mercy. But God, you told me to go there. And you know what? Scripture backs him up. That God told him to go there. And God told him to dwell there. And then the brook dried up. The brook dried up and the raven stopped coming where God sent him. Oh, y'all, let's see. Where God told him to go. Under the instructions of the Spirit of God. The brook and the raven who God promised to come stops coming. The river stops running. The raven stopped bringing food. But God, apostle, you don't understand. God told me to go there. You don't understand. I know God spoke to me at that time in my life. You missed it. You said it at that time. 
See, now y'all don't want to walk with me. At that time, that's where God wanted him at that time. But if the brook would not have dried up, he wouldn't have never moved. And if he wouldn't have never moved, see some of y'all, in order for you to move, God had to allow what he promised you to dry up. Y'all don't want to talk to me. I'm going to tell you why in a minute. I, I'm a, don't worry. I'm going to pack it in real quick. But you, 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 wait, wait, wait. You don't understand. I heard that in prayer. I know that's, I know, I know that way God pulling the gun. I didn't deny that. But did you stay past your season? Oh, y'all. Wait a minute. Come on. Say hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Smile at somebody. Come on, smile. Smile. Come on. It's okay. Okay, I'm, I'm going to get you to deliverance in a minute. Just, just walk with me. I talk. What I tell you? Do not prejudge any message. Come on. Just wait. Just wait. I'm going to get you there. So now, now, see, now I got to work out some things in my mind. Because where I was sure God sent me all the blessings dried up. And see, what I did not realize is where he sent me was not permanent. It was temporary. Oh, wait, wait. So, God, so I'm, I'm going to talk about prophetic. So, God, when you sent me to Lake City, you didn't say it was temporary. Uh-oh. Uh-huh, see? Because if God would have told some of you it was temporary, you wouldn't have went. So, the lesson that you needed to learn there, you wouldn't have learned because you would have known it was what? Temporary. So, you would never have sat down enough to get the lesson that God had for you. Come on, somebody. So the place God sent me dried up. I heard it in prayer. I heard it in fasting. Can, 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 can I talk about? See, I heard in prayer one night up under the gospel tent when the Spirit of the Lord said, Go to Lake City. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You want me to leave where you told me I needed to be at. Apostle Lake is where you told me to be. He was where you come. He was told, he, you told me that he was my spiritual father. But now you tell me I'm not in a permanent place. You are preparing a permanent place for me while I'm in a temporary place. (sighs) 
Y'all don't want to talk to me. Come on, somebody. So now I'm in a temporary place. And it went real good for a while. Minister Rodgers was very gifted, very spiritual. It went real good for a while. Then all of a sudden, the brook dried up. So the folk that I shouted with and I danced with, and see, I did not know the brook had dried up. So I was still trying to shout and dance with folk that I was no longer supposed to be shouting and dancing with. But I didn't understand that the brook had dried up because God sent me there. Oh, y'all don't want to talk to me. But then something peculiar happens. He sends me to a widow. And who? Sarah, wait a minute. There's, there's a little woman down there. And she's going to sustain. Wait a minute. Uh oh. She's going to. Wait, wait, wait. Now, did you say she's going to sustain me? Hold up. Wait, Jesus. Now, when I went to the brook, uh oh. And the water was flowing. And the raven was bringing me food. I thought you was going to sustain me there. But now you're telling me to move to another place where you're going to sustain me. But I thought you sent me there to sustain me. Oh, y'all don't want to talk to me this morning. But now you're telling me again, God, that you're sending me to a place where somebody's going to sustain me. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, God. I done been down this road before. Oh, y'all done got quiet. I done been down this road before. But see, the problem was that he had not really been down that road before. Because before, it was a raven and the brook. Now God is conditioning people for him. Uh-oh. Wait, 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 wait now. Now he's conditioning a person to what receive him. So now he comes off of Patmos from being by his now he has somebody that has sustaining power in them to get to him. Wait a minute. Hold up. No. There's sustaining power. Wait, wait. In her. What? To give what? To him. She's going to sustain him. But, but see, 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 here, see, see. Watch this. But the, the apostle, you, you don't understand. I, I was getting fooled from a raven. Don't you know God was with me then? The brook was flowing clean every day. Don't you know I knew God was with me? But now, apostle, 
<clears throat> you tell me, God, that there's a woman down there that's going to sustain me. Okay, I'll, okay. I got to go because the brook done dried up. I, I got to go somewhere. Now, I'm not sure about this when I get there. But I'm going to try because you said so. Now, see, we don't want to tell the truth. But can you imagine what happened when he got there? And she looked at him and said, I'm going to eat this and me and my son are going to die. Hold up. Hey, wait, wait a minute. That's not what God said. He didn't say I had to convince you to take care. Hold up now. He didn't say I had to convince you to take care of me. He said there's a woman, a widow, that's going to sustain you. And when I get to the widow, now I got to convince her of who I am, whose I am. Ah, Y'all don't want to walk with me this morning. I know how y'all heard the story, and I do apologize. <laughs> the way you heard it. But now he's dealing with the uh, issue again. Because now trust issue comes. Because I've got to, wait a minute. Y'all got to understand the text of the scripture. He said, fix me, son, because you know God sent him down now. And, ain't nobody, and he's not going to ask up for nothing either unless he was hungry. So he said, okay, well, God sent me to you. Fix me, son. He says, no, uh-uh. no, I'm not. Me and my son fin to eat this and nah. So now I'm on, the, I'm on the campground with the young people. Now I'm stuck right here because I said, okay, God, I understand what, what's happening. He said, no, no. God, she don't want to feed him. She don't want to feed him. Uh oh, boy, y'all, come on, y'all, it's in the. T- I ain't got time to read the whole chapter, but go back to the chapter. I promise you, it's in there. Cause she looked at him. Mm-mm. Me and my son for eat this today. So now I fix me son need what first? Wait a minute. Hold up now. I just told you that this finna be me and the baby I had last meal. And you running up here and talking about you a prophet and fix you some need first. Now I just told you me and my baby gonna eat this and die. Now, Elisha. Well, what was that, Apostle? Now Elisha has got to do something peculiar. He's got to make full proof of this ministry. He's got to deliver a message in such a way that he changed her direction that her life is going in. Because her direction was headed towards death. His direction for her life was what? Life. He did not want her to eat and what? Die. But in her mind, 
mind she had to eat and die. In his mind, he wanted her to live. He's, he understands now that he's got to convince her that her purpose is not eating and dying. Her purpose is in sustaining a vision. Her purpose is in sustaining the will of God. Because if Elijah would have died, a whole lot of folk would not have been saved. See, he had to remind her and convince her what her purpose was. Sometimes the place you in, God took, got to move you out of it to get you to your what? purpose. So you can speak life to people. So you can tell them live and not would not have dried up. He couldn't have saved her life. He couldn't have saved her life. Because it wouldn't have been any need for him to leave the brook if the raven was still coming. Because it was a famine in the land. So if the raven was still bringing food and water, I mean, and the brook was flowing with water, and the raven was bringing meat and bread, it would not no need for him to go tell her to live. Sometimes God move you, put you in a place where you can rise to the top to tell folk how to live. And look at three people say, I come to tell you to live. Oh, you got to look at somebody and say it like you mean it. I come to tell you to live. secret. You ready? Every ministerial fight is not unto your death. Some ministerial fights is to move you into another die. Oh, look at somebody want to talk to y'all. It did not tell you it was permanent. There were some things I needed from Dr. Steele. See? To help me walk into the full body ministry. Now watch. Watch how crazy this is. Now, Pastor Steele's message was prosperity. Watch this. Apostle Lake's message was not. His message was what? Deliverance. Now the gifts, Come on, Jesus. 
They bad in them gifts. They bad in them gifts. They awesome in them gifts. Prophet, apostle, and all them. Them boys bad with them gifts. They gifted down. Sometime, years ago when I was coming up a minute, I would look at Prophet Link and say, I don't even know where you got that from. How did you pull that out of the text of the word? Scripture. But they always struggled financially. They had the revelation. Oh, y'all looking on, see? That's why I said I was going to talk about me. So I didn't what? Offend anybody. But they struggled what? Financially. So God sent me to a place to teach me how to be a harvester. Oh, y'all don't even like this. A harvester of finances. So I could move into a spirit of excellence to be able to reach more, do more, and what? Teach. And I learned that from what? Her. See? Y'all ain't saying nothing. See, you know what? Give me a minute. I'm gonna tell you how all these bits and pieces went together. Cause I got to put all these pieces together for you. So now, here he is. Revelation, awesome in the gifts of the spirit. I mean, it was awesome. Apostle was so mad. We used to say he could prophesy through walls and stuff. He was just awesome. He can look at you and tell you what you did yesterday, before yesterday, all next week. He can go in your house, walk all up and down your house, tell you what room you prayed in and everything. He was awesome. But he struggled always financially. So now God sends me to Dr. Steele. Just declare money. I'm like, whoa. So I get to this woman, she's declaring all these finances because all this stuff she want to do for God. So she declaring that that the king hard is in God's hand and he could turn it whichever way he want to turn it. She declaring that money, money comes from the north, the south, the east and west. She goes into the book of Psalms and say, God, you said that on a thousand hills of your, the silver and gold is your. Come on, somebody. God, if you got to kill some cows, God, if you got to have somebody to dig up some silver, God, if you got to have somebody to dig up and go, bless me. So I'm watching them. Never experienced this in my life. Wait a minute, Jesus. So now I think I'm in a permanent place. Happy now. Learning about how to get finances. Got me another brand new car because I know it worked now. Y'all ain't saying that. Oh, a new car changed the way you walk. Y'all all playing church. Y'all know that new car give you a walk when you get in there and get that new car smell. And you be like, ain't nobody did this but Jesus. Especially if it's a Cadillac. Oh. Listen. That Hunter Green Cadillac changed the way I walk. Y'all ain't got no friends. Then I went to that Burgundy Lincoln Town car. And I, was, and I had no money to put gas in it, so we wasn't never out of gas. Oh, y'all, I ain't know how that. Y'all look insane. Because now she's teaching us how to move into an area where God will bless you and God will take care of you and God will sustain you and God wants you to be the head and not the tail.
hell. So now I think I'm in a permanent place. So after about three, four years, three and a half years to four years, God speaks. So now I'm wrestling again. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Because I think I'm in a what? Permanent place. So now I'm wrestling again. Go to the tent. Because I'm wrestling. I was up under there. Chief Apostle. Dr. S.D. James under the tent. All the lights go out. I mean the whole tent go dark. He stands up. The line is here. I know there's Apostle Rutledge out there. The line of he is you. What? Uh oh, I'm finna go home. This man trying to get me. I'm finna go home. It, they was with me. It's black. It's pitch dark. Talking about the, I'm the line. Uh oh, I'm finna go home. Now watch. Goes up under there, set up under the tent, the lights start flashing. He said, Oh, Pastor Rudders, I said, Yes, sir. He said, You're making my lights flash. I said, No, sir. <laughs> no, sir. There's something wrong with this light pole. <laughs> oh, y'all, look at me. Ain't nothing wrong with this light pole. That's you. Now, being obedient to the will of God, goes upon his covering, travels, he does something peculiar that makes other people mad, gives me his phone number, allows me to call him at his house. I will meet him at the gas station. We will sit in his RV and talk. Does something real peculiar. And, and people will get upset because I can't even call proper out. Well, you. I could. I called it how we sitting all on the phone talking. We was talking when Obama got elected the second time. We was on the phone talking. He said, he done did it again, Apostle. I said, he did, Apostle? He said, yeah, we got him in there one more time. We was on the phone talking. And he now mentors me on sonship. He teaches me sonship. He teaches me how to be subject to a spiritual form. Tells Apostle Rutledge, he said, listen, if God called you, looking over them glasses, well, I need you to do the work. Yes, sir. He said, now let me tell you what the work is. And begin to run down this long list. This the work. Now go do it. Hold up. Hold up now. Wait a minute. I got my church. I'm fine with my church. Okay, you, you understand that. I got my I got church. It's nice. 
I just want to work building my church. You done gave me this list about traveling, setting up churches in other cities, buying churches and all kind of stuff like this. Wait a minute, doc, hold up, bro. Wait a minute now. That's beyond my wheelhouse. So he gives me bread to sustain me, to prepare me for other sons. Wait a minute. Okay, that's fine. But, um, hold up. I don't want to buy no other churches. I don't want to open no other churches. Who want to do all that traveling and preaching? Then, my spiritual father gives me his schedule. I'm like, oh, bro, that's on you. I can't do all that. Am I anointed enough? Am I called enough? Am I chosen enough to do all of? But if I had not moved, see, I finally got to the place that I'm supposed to be. But there were steps in my life I had to go through to get there. So when I finally got where I was supposed to be, things began to what? Peace came. I began to realize that the wisdom and the knowledge and the information I had, that God had allowed me to acquire for such this time. So what I learned from all of them, I was able to use it. They told me, I'll never forget this. One of the ministers told me and said, Pastor Reynolds, I said, yes. He said, Prop not going to accept you. I said, okay, well, why Prop ain't going to accept me? He said, because Prop don't deal with that prosperity stuff. You like to talk about money. And you like to talk about acquiring things. And you like to talk about God blessing you and opening the one. Mm-mm, Prop don't do all that. Now see, now I'm thinking, Lord, I'm gonna have to move again. I'm in the wrong place. Lord, how many times you gonna move me? And I heard God say, no more moving. I said, but wait a minute, God, if there's no more moving, cause he's gonna sustain you. He has the bread that you need. So we get to Pensacola. Guess what my dad is saying? To confirm his son. I see money coming. I see. To sustain him. Come on, somebody. To let his son know he made the right to. I see money coming. I see. I like, uh oh. I told y'all. I see money come. Then he got the Tallahassee. Say, son. Yes, sir. By this time, now I'm, I ain't got nothing smiling this big. Y'all can't touch me. You know, I ain't worried about none of them no more. Son is capital for you. Oh, boy. Oh, I ended up after serving then. I was pimping all around the church, all over, man. 
say it. Y'all ain't got no praise. And all you heard was, But what I realized is I had to look at the story differently. He could only sustain me if I let him. I had to agree to hear, receive, and accept for him to suck. See, every other place was the preparation for this place. And you have to understand when God now is putting you in a place of settling and working. And all those other places dried up for me to get to this place. Oh, y'all quiet. Because if they wouldn't have dried up, I wouldn't have moved. I'd have stayed there. If it wouldn't have got hot and heavy and bad, I would have tried to shout over it. I wouldn't have never moved. But because certain things get bad, it causes us to what? Move. And a lot of time, moving puts us in the permanent place that God will have for us to be. Uh, y'all quiet. See, see, you got to understand what's happening. So if it had not dried up, if they had not turned on, if they had not treated me, a certain kind of way, I wouldn't have moved. Can I tell you a secret, ladies? Ladies, I'm gonna tell y'all a secret. You ready? I ain't give but one. Yeah, there's a whole lot of y'all in here. Nobody said one. No. Y'all praying for me? See. Can I tell you a secret? And you promise to still love Apostle Monday morning? Sometimes you don't move till you get hurt. Whoa! Well, I got two or three of y'all. Pray the Lord. Pray the Lord. Pray the Lord. You prove it, Apostle. You didn't leave him alone till he hurt you. It don't matter what we said. You. It ain't matter what we said. We can get to live all kind of prophetic messages. But if the 
when you got hurt. You said, wait, 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 this ain't for me. Mm -mm. What no? And in the back of our mind, we said, but then that, that's what we said. <laughs> then, 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 then how y'all smooth it over. I can't just conclude it on my own. Y'all won't tell the truth. See, sometimes, and, and, I, and, I, and I'm going to preach this message when I close the women's conference, but sometimes you don't move till you get hurt. So now if hurt causes you to what? Move. Then imagine what would happen if you turn that hurt to deliverance and look at your sister. Tell your sister what caused you to move and what brought you out can bring what? Her out. Because you can say I move through pain, but I'm delivered by Christ. Pain might have moved me, but God delivered. So imagine what would happen if you get up and declare that to her? Amen. Say, yeah, pain moved you, but I came to tell you about deliverance after the pain. True wisdom, new home ministries. Thank you for listening to this week's sermon. You can catch us live every Sunday at 1130 a.m. on Facebook Live at True Wisdom or in person at 1477 Capital Circle Northwest. We want you to come and watch God give the increase in your life. True Wisdom, New Hope Ministry.